0: What are the most amazing running and hiking routes in the world? Who did them, and how fast? Welcome to the exciting new world of Fastest Known Time, commonly known as FKTs. This podcast is produced by fastestknowntime.com, a website where you find out what's new and cool, plus track FKT efforts taking place right now. On this podcast, we'll meet the remarkable athletes who have established some of the best FKTs, ask them how they did it, and find out what it means to them. And we won't waste any of your time. The Fastest Known Podcast delivers great info to you in just 30 minutes so you can get back to your run, which of course is more important. Welcome to the Fastest Known Podcast, where each week we discuss what's new and cool in the world of fastest known times, with someone who has been there and done that. Hi, this is Buzz Burrell, I'm here this week with the Long Ranger, a.k.a. Justin Simone. Welcome, Justin.
1: Thank you, Buzz. It's a a privilege. Yeah,
0: and uh, you've done a few interesting projects. We'll get into those in a little bit, but in 2014, you did the self-propelled Colorado 14ers, where you biked. To the base of every, all 58 of the Colorado 14ers climbed them, came back down, and biked to the next one. That's all true. All self-supported. That's true. Yeah. And then you upped the ante last year with the highest hundreds, doing the same thing with a hundred summits. True. True. That's really
1: true. Yeah, I look back and I can't believe either of those things happened. But um, <laughs> right. I, I'm told that they did, and right. I have photos to prove it. So, okay, yeah. you're, you're just,
0: every once in a while you check your GPS track, and you know, oh my gosh, what was I thinking?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I wake up in disbelief. I'm like, oh, is that who I am? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we'll, so. we'll,
1: we'll, well, we'll attempt
0: to answer that question here in the next sure. thirty minutes. <laughs> but, but starting off with you, it's a great background. A lot of people, some times with your top ultra runners are coming from a a real solid running background and athletic background but you combination of biking and hiking and running and now climbing you come from an artist background
1: yep that's true Um, I went to school and I got a degree in painting and drawing and I came to perhaps I guess athletics very late in life Um, basically, I just got rid of my car one day. It just wasn't worth having. And I lived in the middle of uh, Denver. So just, you know, riding a bike to do my daily errands just made sense. And I realized I loved riding the bike. And I just kept going on just pleasure bike rides that went longer and longer and longer. And before I knew it, I was, you know, uh, geared up to go across the country um, on like a road bike tour. Yeah. And that
0: was not... You weren't trying for an FKT. You weren't trying to win a race. No. It was not even an athletic in Denver. It, it was really an athlete, uh, a lifestyle endeavor.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a lifestyle. I just uh, got into road bike touring. It it just something compelled me to try it out. I got just so enamored with cycling that it, it it really was a wonderful idea to wake up every day, ride my bike, and then stop for the night and camp and do it all again for a month month plus. So.
0: Well, one year I rode up to the Dirty 30 up there above Golden and you rode up to the Dirty 30 or you That's ran true. the race. <laughs> yeah. And then you went just ambled off on your bike and went camping somewhere that night. Yeah, it it yeah. was it was just lifestyle for you. It was not it was you weren't trying to accomplish it.
1: This is just how you live your life. Sure, sure. It was uh, you know, it was that it was that week's um, can I do this? So um, the goal that day was um, get up early enough to start the race, because the race starts at like 5.30 or something. Um, And then after doing the 50K, could I do Mount Evans the next day? Mm. So yeah, I had to, once I was done with the race and had my beer and burger, I um, found a little, just a little nook to camp down, bed down for the night. And then the next morning, you know, rode up to Mount Evans and then, you know, finished it up and rode home. Wow. Good times. But yeah, it was just kind of a fun thing to do.
0: Now, then you... It was was fun times, but then you kept extending this, and so (laughs) did you manage to stay within the realm of fun times? Because when you and I were speaking uh, last year after the highest hundred, you were kind of
1: thinking, hmm, are we in type one, type two, or type three fun?" um i was thinking that too how um if you notice how um animated i am right now and how jumpy and you know i'm I'm moving left and right and it's it's hard to even you know see where i am i'm just blurring and i remember that day i came here after the the highest hundred and i think i was just slumped in a chair you know everyone's was like whoa congratulations i'm like yep having a great time having I mean, it's very nice to be here and yeah, it's, it's different how, like, it just takes a while to recover from having so much fun. <laughs> I, yeah, fun in, parentheses, uh, in quotes, you know. It's just it's just a different... Um,
0: well, help someone enter that, Justin. Because, sure. of course, a lot of people are uh, interested in FKTs. is huge right now. Yeah. People are doing it themselves. It's wonderful because they can self-create. They yeah, can self-manifest yeah. whatever is moving them. And then when one person looks at what you're doing... And, you know, I've done a few things myself, mm-hmm. but uh, even I look at what you're doing, and I kind of go, hmm, not <laughs> sure if I got that. Now, so is it, how is that from the inside? So on the highest 100, yeah. you're out there saying, oh, wow, look at the sunset. Yeah. Or you're saying,
1: oh, yeah, look at this pouring rain. This is great. How, <laughs> how is this working for you, really? Well, I come at it mm-hmm. from a couple of angles. Um, first, when I think of, like, I should ride my bike to the top, 100 highest peaks of Colorado. I go, well, this is almost like a culmination of everything I've done before. So I've now crossed the country three times by bike. Three so times. yeah, so I, I know how to ride forever, you know, and camp along the way. And then like uh, some, some time during that, you know, while doing that, I got into just hiking 14ers, like you do, because it's Colorado, Never everyone does it. And that became a passion. So you're like, how do I combine these two things together and Mm -hmm. make something perhaps new? Mm -hmm. Kind of like a a synesthetic kind of thing. Um, So that's where that comes from. Um, But I I can't think of really, like when I'm planning this kind of stuff, because it takes a long time to plan what Mm -hmm. the route is, how I'm gonna do this, what's the most efficient way. It's a big part of it. The planning
0: is huge for sure. Planning
1: is huge, like that's all winter. Mm -hmm. So you just get so excited Planning and dreaming up, like how's what's it gonna be like? Where are these mountains gonna be like? So are the what's mountains the looking a little lower in the winter months. <laughs> <a> little... <laughs> no, they look pretty high. They look pretty high. Like you know, like so those routes look pretty difficult, and you 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 get a little nervous. You're like, is this uh, gonna happen? Uh, Can I do this? I don't know. And then like you're like, well, I have to I have to find out. It's just it's it's self discovery.
0: And so what did you find out? I'm I'm gonna press you on this a little. Bit. Sure. In the highest hundred, was this type. One, two, or three? And what's our ratio? Or were, there, were there times when you're going, why am I doing this? Oh,
1: absolutely. Uh-huh. I think uh, okay. the first so, half...
0: So if you're feeling that, sure. that's not a sign for other people for who are listening to this, it's time to quit. No this, this, no, this is just part of how it goes.
1: Well, first off, I said I was going to do it, and I'm, I'm a man of my word. Ah. So... I just knew I had to I had to go through it, go push through not feeling the greatest about it. Like, I, I started, like, at 3 in the morning or whatever, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't want to <laughs> ride my bike, like, you know, 160 miles to Pikes Peak right now. Like, this is the last thing on my mind, but I'm like, <laughs> I said I was going to do this. I've been working on this for years now. You know, like, once I start, like, finish the 14 years, I'm like, what's next? I'm like, it's this. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, how do we do this? I'm like, I don't know yet. Um, but it's like anything. It's like doing your, your daily run where you're like, sometimes there's that, that thought in the back of your mind that's like, don't do this. Why are you doing this? Like, mm-hmm. it's way easier to not go for the run. Yes. Right? So how do you get through that? You just go. And in five minutes, you're having fun. You're like, oh, why did I not want to do this? This is, this is what I live for. Right? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Like, the trees are beautiful. You know, animals are everywhere. So it's just that just scaled up higher. Um, on, the, on the highest 100, the problem with me was uh, just my own state of mind. I felt depressed. But the way I get out of depression is by riding bikes and climbing mountains. So I'm like, well, this is exactly what I need. Well, that's, uh, right.
0: it, it, that, that's a good formula. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the other problem I had was the weather. And, well, weather I can't control. So I knew that if I just keep going, the weather will improve. Because it couldn't get worse, right? So as long as I was safe, I wasn't like putting myself into enormous lightning storms. I I just knew that like the sun is going to come out tomorrow, eventually one of the tomorrows.
0: The self-dialogue is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you you start, because you already made a commitment, you might as well fulfill it. And once you get rolling, it's okay. Yeah. Of course, the weather's terrible, but instead of saying it's terrible, it's... It can't get worse. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so <laughs> the listener might be picking up on how things can be framed. Sure. And so that sure. one perseveres. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's
1: it's so much it's similar, I would say, to just any old ultra, where like you know there's going to be a low point, mm-hmm. so you can anticipate the low point, and knowing that like without that low point, there is no high point. Okay. So, like, it's never going to be flowers and roses, right? Something is always going to go wrong. So just anticipate that challenge as in being a part of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't just a physical challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Who's going to stop you? Like, your mind is the only person that's going to stop you from going. There's mm-hmm. always going to be a solution to something, some problem.
0: That's, that's a that's a good uh, yeah. perspective, isn't yeah. it? Nothing but yourself could stop you. There's always going to be some way out of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So As long as... Well, as long as you're willing to suffer enough, or <laughs> is this not suffering? I mean, how do you... Uh, when, when? I think, yeah, can, I it, mean... This is a tough question. It, but, sure. But when does one draw the line? I mean, when does it get to be too much?
1: Sure. I think the, 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 the place that you draw the line is, am I doing long-term harm to my body? Okay. Right? Like, am I going to... Is my arm broken? Like, there's mm. no reason to keep going. Like, um, am I going to get a... Um, some sort of infection, like do I have do I have Giardia? Like, yeah, cut the cord, man. This is not okay. Gotcha. Um, like, well, that's, if, that's a good,
0: fairly objective. Sure. Yeah. So if um, you're mentally or emotionally suffering or in distress, persevere, yeah. keep going. But if I, it's physical
1: health is in danger, don't yeah. do it. Like, I, I still think like you still have to check on yourself emotionally, right? Like, if you're, if there is a very um, say, objectively dangerous part of the route, and you do not have the mind to do it, Um, you need to have the self-reflection to go, you know what? This isn't happening. Mm -hmm. This is too much. And if I do this, I'm going to put myself in danger. Mm -hmm. On the flip side of that is you have to have enough self-confidence to be like, this is objectively dangerous, but I have been training for X amount of months just for this situation, and I feel comfortable enough to take it on that's interesting
0: i appreciate that it's it's not black or white no no and so some people person might think wow look at justin he's just totally crazy totally out there but that's not how you're looking at it at all
1: no no i mean it's again it's it's a culmination like uh for like the highest hundred tour that was two months which is a long time but think of how many years i've been um, practicing long distance endurance cycling like how many, how many gym sessions in the climbing gym I've done to like really mentally prepare myself for, you know, something, something that I didn't expect happening, right? How many, how, many, how many miles on the trail have I, you know, hoofed it to like be like, yeah, you know, I could do three days with minimal stuff. So it's, it, it, I can see how it can be almost like a, an evil Knievel type of thing where like, it's just, you're, you're throwing caution to the wind, but I'm actually a very calculated person. Mm-hmm. I don't like this this about me because I want to be the, the, the guy that has you know his flies from the seat of his pants but I'm a, I'm a practicer you know I'm a trainer so like if I'm if I'm not completely hundred percent comfortable with what I'm doing, I don't do it.
0: There you go. I'm, I'm
1: just I'm not a very bold person. There you go.
0: That's a common theme, <laughs> actually and I think from the outside looking in people do not realize that they think this is a balls to the wall type situation oh, which yeah. not in the slightest. No, no, I'm really, well... You're planning yeah. all winter long, you're yeah. practicing for years, yeah. you're calculating what you can and can't do, yeah. and then if you go out there and if you're struggling a little bit, if it's not feeling terrific, objectively, you've evaluated this. You say, I can do this, so you keep going. Exactly. But if you objectively evaluate and say, this isn't safe, then you back off.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, that's just experience, mm-hmm. right? And, um, yeah, like I said, like, everything I'm doing, if it's a technical thing, I'm well below my limit, mm-hmm. you know? So you're in this um, comfort zone, you know, mm-hmm. where you can use kind of, like, all this um, bandwidth in your head to look for other things, like... um you know, the weather or what time of day it is or, or things like that. So you're extremely aware of your surroundings rather than zeroing in and, you know, kind of like red pointing your head. Great. That's not where I want to be. I want to be in a joyous situation like, wow, this climbing is fun. Or like, whoa, I have 15 more miles to do. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> you know, the hamburger at the end is going to taste delicious. Well, you know? Speaking of
0: uh, fun. So just, just <laughs> last week. You went out and did laps on the second flat iron, both boulder, which is like a moderate very moderate fifth class
1: sure. slab. Sure, it's the date night cr- scramble. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you show off to the the the, the lady or man that right. you, you have have a thing on. And
0: and you took a slightly different approach. Yeah, you went up to do laps, and then you did twenty laps
1: up and down. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that turns out to be eleven miles of 11 scrambling miles. <laughs> on rock. On rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so, I can see that going up, coming
0: down, that's just got to just kill you, because you're going, you're backing down, you're going to face out some of it, yeah, you're on rock, yeah. you're in scrambling shoes, this is going to work your knees it's, and your feet.
1: Yeah, it was definitely like a, a full body exercise, because you do switch from um, being out, doing crab crawling down, to having to um, be into the rock and kind of down climbing like you normally do, so... uh it was a lot of again, it was a lot of practice. So like um, I think I took a month of just going up and down. Like every single run I did in the area, I integrated the route in.
0: Oh, so you did the second in advance many times. Yes.
1: Yeah. Nice. So if I wanna do if I wanted to run Green Mountain, I would just go up freeway, do Green Mountain, and then kinda of go down freeway. Wow. So I kind of it's kind of funny because it's such a it's such an easy climb, but I, I wired the route. You know, I knew every single hold. I knew, I I've just found an optimal way of, for myself to do it.
0: So 20 laps took 16 hours? Yeah, yeah. And what, I mean, so how did that go? And would, so Justin, <laughs> yeah. just one, well, one might say this is excessive. So how would you respond to that?
1: Um, it, it's, it's, it's nothing but pure curiosity to me. Ah, so interesting. the question I pose to myself is, how many laps can you do? Because I can do one. And I think the most I've ever done up and down is three. So you go, can I do it all day? It's like, okay, well, what's that like? What, mm-hmm. What's that feeling internally? What 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 will I feel? Mm-hmm. You know, what are, what are the challenges going to be? And I kind of wanted to know what part of my body is going to give out first. Is it going to be my legs? Because that's a lot of climbing. Yes. Or is it going to be my hands? Because that's a lot of scrambling. I was wondering, I'm like, am I going to have like fingerprints after this? You know, I was like... Or, you know, is my shoulder, you know, a little shoulder niggle, is it going to get into a bigger niggle? What was it? Um, I would have to say it was my feet. Yeah. Like, uh, I just think that my, my forefoot really took a beating from just being on my toes in that kind of climbing position so long. And, like, you know, the, the approach shoes I have, one of the features is they're very sensitive. But the the other side of that is there's not much cush to them, Right. So um, they kind of let all the little you know, imperfections of the rock go through. What's more
0: good, good key advice? Curiosity. It's an exploration. Again, yeah. it's, it, it, it fits in with your whole attitude, I think, that whole artistic attitude of this is an exploration. You just want, yeah. You're curious. Exactly. It's not exactly an achievement. Um, it's really finding out what it's about. Sure, sure. Like, um, a when a creative I, process. Yeah,
1: yeah. When I went to school, I realized pretty quickly that I was more interested in the process of painting something than the final product. And after school, um, I quickly turned from painting to performance art. So you have something that's temporal that happens and then it's gone. You just have the memories. Um, if you didn't see it, you, lo- you missed it. I missed kind
0: of, it. In fact, you know, when I met, when we met, I, you told me about this. Oh. <laughs> you, were, you were in a bandit electric kazoo band. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I've, yeah. I, I definitely I, missed it. <laughs> Unfortunately. I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> you, you told me you, used to just, you and your group would march into various events. That's
1: right. We unannounced. Unannounced. We would show up, do our thing, and then leave. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't even tell anyone who we were. So they were, everyone just left like wondering like, what just happened. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh... So, I mean, it's the same thing. When, I, when I'm when i doing the highest hundred, I'm like, I'm not going like, silver you know, Silverton, I'm coming for you. I just show up in the middle of the night and, you know, I get food and I leave. <laughs> so, if you didn't see me, it's not like I'm trying to make, you know, I'm not meeting people to do things. I'm just like, I got to go. You know? <laughs> I, th- I think
0: uh, you do a good job of uh, extending the acronyms out a little. We have FKT, fastest known time.com, which, by the way, is getting a, a, a lot of activity. Now. That's we, awesome. We get awesome. three submissions a day from various parts of the world, so wow. it's really fun. We look forward to your next submission, yeah, Justin, right. And we all can raise our eyebrows and holy cow, how do you ever think of this? But then uh, there's also, of course, the fabled OKT, sure, the only known time, because no one else is going to do it. Yeah, right. And, of course, I have a few of those myself. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you, you also have the WTF. Sure. <laughs> I think that's a good progression, isn't it? Sure, right? sure. Is uh, that from the FKT to the OKT to the WTF is an interesting progression on the scale. Sure, sure. Like the freeway mm-hmm.
1: thing I did last week was definitely a WTF. Like I don't, I never, I, I didn't research if anyone has done this and I really didn't care. It was just kind of a me thing. Um, to, to test fitness or whatever. Um, but I think, you know, OKTs turn into FKTs. It just takes yes. a little long. It's longer for people to kind of catch up. And right. that's pretty cool. And, like, if you think about, like, in climbing history, like, the nose took months to initially climb, and then, you know, the next ascent took nine days. And now people do it in sub-two hours, you know. Right. It just happens. It just takes a little while for people to, like, kind of culturally accept it and be like, no, it is a kind of a cool thing. So if you think about it, like, doing the 14ers by bike, it's kind of on a borderline WTF. Like, I don't think more than three people have done it in the last 10 years, let's say. But that's going to change. I think it's oh. going to change. I think people are really getting interested, and they, they kind of want to do it. Like, I get emails from people that are like, do you think I can do this in sixty days?
0: Oh, you you are getting correspondence on this.
1: Yeah, topic. yeah, yeah. And I try to help people like. You well, know, of course,
0: like, Andrew Hamilton, you and Joe Grant.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it's gonna happen. I just don't know, like, if you want to have uh, like conventional fun doing it, like, how? What, what is the pace you're supposed to do it at?
0: Interesting.
1: Um, because you know I'm at breakneck paces, and we're like low thirty plus days. That's, that's the breakneck pace, right? Like, Joe, Joe Grant isn't a slouch, right? Last year he did. He was in, I think, the top three in hard rock. You know, like, it takes some fitness to kind of do it in around a month. Right. Right, so do you double that time? I have no idea. Um, I hope people go for it, it just at their own pace or to, to break the right. FKT. That's,
0: that's a key point. The idea that you have to set an FKT every time you go out is just stupid. No, yes. It's like the only time you enter a race is if you can win. That's not the case at all.
1: No, that's not the reason you should be entering a Not races.
0: the reason at all. And very few people know, everyone knows they can't win a race. There's sure. only like ten people who can ever win a race at the internet. everyone else is in it for other reasons. Yeah, yeah. So FKTs, you commun- kind of know
1: it at the beginning. You're like, yeah, that guy looks in great <laughs> shape. I'll be, I'll make sure to be behind that guy, or I'm gonna blow up.
0: And so FKTs is so. the same thing. Sure, sure, you don't sit on the couch until you think you can win. You get out there and you engage the creative spirit that you simplify sure. really, really well.
1: Try a few different things out, see what you like. Like um, like the rim to rim to rim is a classic FKT. It's probably one of, it's a top 10 classic FKT if you wanna label it like that. Yes. But like it's definitely not on my priority list. Like I would do it if someone else is like, we're going to Arizona, wanna come, we're gonna do the rim to rim to rim. I'm like, okay, but I would never do it myself. And that's totally fine, you know, it's just a different taste. Um, yeah. How about gear? You,
0: uh, with all your planning, you have your bite gear all set yeah. up and you have your hiking gear set up. Sure. I think you're using the La Sportiva shoe for your scrambles, the TX, 2 Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, find, I found out how to get it to fit me correctly. Like yeah, La Sportiva, just like their, their sizing is just inflated. So what would be go, a- You have to go yeah. two to three down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like my scrambling shoes are, the, or my approach shoes are actually sized the same as my rock boots, which is kind of funny. And then my, my running shoes are sized much larger. Correct. Um, I just like I just like the idea that my approach shoes are just rock shoes, kind of shaped like running shoes. That's right. kind of what I want. I want to be able to walk around. Right. What about
0: other gear? Anything you can recommend to people?
1: Well, uh, like my sleep system is vitally important, right? Because like a good night's sleep is uh, makes me able to perform uh, the next day. So I kind of have like a three and a half four pound kind of kit. And it, it's comprised of, um, let's see, an ultralight three-quarter pad that has like an R rating of five, which is very, it's like a winter pad, but it's very lightweight. Um, I've got a Sierra Designs uh, zipperless sleeping bag, which is really nice. The no zipper means like when you scrunch it all in, it doesn't get ripped by itself. Um, I've got the Ultimate Direction FK bivy which is extremely amazing. It's, it's super lightweight, and it's breathable. Like, the last thing I want in a bivy is to feel all kind of clammy the next day because everything's just soaked from my own sweat.
0: You have to dry it out. You have to yeah,
1: like, I don't have time for that. I just want to stuff the stuff back in and go. And I have the Ultimate Direction FK Tarp, um, which is, I mean, I can't, it's amazing how well it worked for two months living underneath it. Like, I, I camped... 12,000 feet and felt fine I, I endured a bunch of rainstorms and was super dry so it's kind of nice sometimes I would make base camp it was always nice to get back to it because I could just kind of crawl the, underneath. It's, still there. it's still there yeah <laughs> and I had trekking poles anyways so like I just you know it was a bomber so like it's amazing how simple it was but it did the job perfectly you know it kept me dry and kept me kind of safe so
0: and you can adjust it yeah, yeah. You can, if you can, I needed to, you can manipulate it depending on if it's windy or not.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it really low or something. Um, I, I for for not having any zippers or flaps, I was kind of amazed at how well it kept out kind of the rain, even if it was kind of windy. So kind of cool. Kind nice. Of cool, yeah. well,
0: Justin, I have to ask what's next. Uh, second flat oh, ironers last week. Is it the third flyer? No,
1: what's really? I am con- What's next? I was considering doing the third, but oh. I mean, my my feet are still kind of numb. So. Wow. I don't want to push it. Like, why don't I get. I, I like the idea of being um, uh, healthy. Being healthy is kind of important to me. So, I don't want to do something unless it's going to negatively affect my health. Because, mm-hmm. in the end, I'm just going to be able to do less. So, if I do the third, I'd put a wrap line in the back because it just makes things faster. And then invite other people to come with me and use the wrap line.
0: Um, That's a good idea. I just went down the third. Third just reopened. Yeah. From the wintertime, springtime raptor closures. I just went up and down two days ago. The descent
1: is a little it's yucky. It's it's called slip slide ledge or something, you know, it's a little there's a couple sticking points. And there's poison ivy. Yeah. <laughs> there is poison ivy.
0: hmm sure. The first and the second are just easy sure. down climbs off the back. But the third, you're going through a brush.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you are.
0: There's a there's a couple gullies okay For sure uh, you have this back stronger background in cycling mm-hmm. hiking and uh, now climbing sure so sure. are you' looking to keep putting these three together or just keep the multi-sport thing going
1: yeah I think it's really fun to it's just like different colors or just different ingredients to, to make a pie or whatever like it's just fun to see what you can put make putting these things together um so yeah I was so I'm going to Summit County to do a talk at um wilderness sports at the end of the month. So I thought it'd be fun just to ride my bike there and then probably do like some ridge run along the way. But once I'm there, I'm like, there's so many large objectives I kinda wanna do that are on my radar. So one of them might be Nolan's. Hmm. I was I would do it south to north, do it unsupported, and tack on Holy Cross, let's say. Gotcha. I don't know if that's been done. I don't know if going south to north has been unsupported done unsupported at all. And I I definitely know that Tacking on Holy Cross has not. Andrew went south. north to south. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm, go the other way. Why
0: not? No one's has gotten a lot of attention. Of course, the Euros are coming over and yeah. getting after this. Yeah,
1: and their, their their conditioning is incredible. But that's one of the one of the things. Like I'm like, it's kind of near Labor Day when everyone's doing this, and it kind of I'm kind of a shy person, so I'm like, maybe that's not what I want to do. Maybe I'll do that. You know, it's not like I'm going to tell a lot of people, but I'm like, maybe that's not what I want to do. So I was thinking, I'm like, the other thing on my radar is doing the Sangreys Traverse. Ah. So start near Blanca, Colorado, and the first mountain you hit is Little Bear. And you just follow the ridgeline. It's kind of like the Mosquito 10 Mile, where it's just this definite ridgeline all the way to Salida. And it's just an amazingly awesome line. And there's some beautiful mountains you hit up. Like you have to do the Little Bear Blanca Traverse, which is one of the four great 14er traverses. And you do the Crestone Traversal, which is another one. So you do two of the four. It's just an incredible idea to start so south and go all the way to Salida. So it's definitely on my radar. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take. Because, again, I'm going to do it alone and unsupported. Um, And there's a lot of definite um, kind of uh, challenges. One of them, other than the climbing and the running, um, you have to find water. So it's been a very dry year. So I would have to drop down from the ridge line to a lake, and hopefully that lake has something in it. <laughs> well, um. Justin, you,
0: you've left us with a lot of good advice. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah the exploration, it's the process, and objectively analyzing, can I do this, and then sure. pushing I mean, through yeah. your fears and insecurities, or objectively analyzing, I'm not sure if I can do this, or this is bad for my health,
1: and then it's time to stop. <laughs> so good call. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's... I mean, it's kind of applying the lessons I learned in art school, like because like no one tells you what to draw, right, or what to paint. You just have to make something up, right. And it's it's best that like you're not making something that someone else has made, because what's the point? You know, it's been made. Like work upon what they have created and make your own thing. Leave your own mark. Like literally. So. Well, well
0: that's a perfect <laughs> way to close the fastest known podcast. Um, Something that's already been made, no. Leave your own mark.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Thank you, Justin. You're welcome. Thank you, Buzz. Look forward to seeing you out there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be out there.
0: (laughs) I hope you've gotten some good ideas for your next big run. Subscribe to this podcast so you can find out what's cool every week. It will be delivered to you each Friday. And definitely go to fastestknowntime.com to read the notes from this show and ask questions or make comments on what you've heard today. There are FKTs being reported daily that are incredible, but you maybe have never heard of them. So stay up on what is happening on this website and follow us on Twitter, the Gram, and Facebook. Many people have thanked us for this work, and you can too by clicking support this site at the bottom of the web page. Tune in next Friday. It's going to be fast and good.